Hey, it's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, sponsored by LG Insurance. It's episode number 10, and I'm Steve Titchener, joined by Matt Lachlan, who comes back to the show. A little break there. Matt's been traveling all over the place with the Devils, and he's busy with the Seton Hall Pirates as well. And we were at the game, uh, the Georgetown game, the other night. So uh, I don't get to see Seton Hall much. Uh, uh, it's my second time. And um, got to tell you, uh, you know, Dre Davis is pretty impressive, Matt. He might be their best player. All eyes are on Kadari Richmond, who is terrific. But in the end, certainly the most consistent and maybe the most athletic is Dre Davis. Uh, he has been a rock for the team all year long. And there's nothing he does that necessarily stands out. He's not a great scorer. He can score. I mean, he had a terrific night the other night when you were there. He had a career high in points. And he had a double-double. But he just does everything well. He's a very, very good player. Yes, he's a good size and, you know, can move well and and uh, can shoot and uh you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that the NBA, NBA scouts are having a look at him. I mean, he looks like uh, looks like he's got a lot to offer. And you know, last time it was you know it was the Rutgers game, and you know, Kadari Richmond was firmly the star of the team. And uh, you know, now um, they very much need uh, Kadari, but it, it looks like Dre Davis is taking that helm now. And, and I got to tell you, you know, I, and I, I got to witness his uh, his career high. And, and he was very good. Now, uh, Richmond had a quiet 20 points because I think he got a lot of it at the line, Matt. Hey, credit him for hitting his foul shots because, you know, they won the game, but it wasn't the stellar performance. But look, um, you know, Georgetown looks like they're improving, Matt. But, um, you know, it, it was important for, for Seton Hall to win that game. But there's something going on there, Matt. I mean, just, the, just his, um, I don't know, his body language and such. He looks like he's not happy. I'm, uh, what, what's going on there? Well, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Uh, he's not someone who smiles a oh. lot. He's got a very quiet personality, and uh, he's got a stern look when he's on the floor. So I, I don't know if it's something that he, you know, he's that there's some internal strife. Uh, I saw last year on the team, and probably it was because it was a new coach, and there were some disparate personalities, holdovers, newcomers, et cetera. Uh, I didn't think that team had a lot of cohesion. This, this team seems a lot better in that regard. Uh, but yeah, you know, Kadari Richmond is not going to jump up and down, high five, chest bump you. He just comes to play. So I, I don't know if there's anything there. Uh, you know I mean? They, they've had a better than expected year by far. So if, if there is something there, they've been able to overcome it. Yeah, and look, they look like they have the pieces they need to um, certainly, um, you know, run the table here at the end. I mean, you know, they'll they have some rough games coming up. Uh, they have to go to Creighton. They have uh, they have to go to UConn, the number one team in the country right now. It looks like they could beat anybody. You know, so uh, they they've got those challenges, but the rest of the games are actually very winnable games. I mean, I think the top half of the Big East is as good as ever, but the bottom half not so much. And I, I think that uh, this, this is a team that looks like they're going to make the tournament, Matt. And, you know, they've got, you know, they've got a nice point guard in Dawes. They got, you know, Davis and and, and Richmond and uh, even some other pieces. I, you know, Elijah uh, Hutchins Everett looked interesting, you know, big body there. I never really took a good look at him, but, you know, he can play, although he looked like he was a little gimpy at the end of that game. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jaden 
Bediakos, you know, size inside. And, uh, you know, so they've got some players. Isaiah Coleman's been coming around lately. And uh, so they've got some pieces there. It's, it looks like um, it looks like they can certainly stay. We may maybe even finish third in the uh, in the Big East. That's a possibility. Well, that's where they sit now. But you do point out the games they have on the road against Creighton. Although Creighton just lost the other night, um, but that'll be a challenge in Nebraska. And UConn is going to be out for blood with a capital B. <laughs> Danny Hurley, not happy that his team lost to Seton Hall. They got blown out. They lost by 15. They played without their top player, Donovan, or one of their top players, Donovan Klingon. And I think revenge is on the mind of the Huskies. So that will be an extremely difficult game uh, for Seton Hall. There's no question about that. But the other games are winnable. You know, the point that you make about uh, about the Big East is interesting. Yeah, I mean, people look at it as a, three-dog race at the top, Marquette, Creighton, and Connecticut. And then what do you have in the middle? I mean, there's Seton Hall. Seton Hall is third right now, record-wise. I don't know if they are the third-best team. But I don't know how they shake out. Other than UConn, and I think when they're on, Creighton's terrific. But other than UConn, I think it's a very balanced league. Uh, The bottom two teams know Georgetown and DePaul. But after that, you know, Villanova is not what they once were. Uh, they didn't yeah. lose the other night. I'm, I'm not sure who they are or what they are. But Butler's played better. Xavier's played better. You know, St. John's will challenge you. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out at the end of the year when it all sorts out. we got about another month in the season. We'll find out just what this Big East conference is about. Is it one in which they have nine really, well, let, let's say, two dominant teams and then seven really good teams who just knock each other off on a regular basis or are they mediocre? I, I don't know. I don't know which way the, the winds will shift on that one, quite frankly. Yeah. Cause a lot of times you see Xavier and Butler in the top 20 and, and you don't see that this year. Although, you know, uh, you know Providence has uh, kind of been in and out in that spot. Now you see Creighton there. Looks like the class obviously is, is, is obviously UConn and then Marquette. Uh, but it, usually you see a few more uh, teams in the Big East that are in that top 25 area. And um, and, and so, uh, yeah, like, like you just said, you know, w- what's going on with the Xaviers and, and the Butlers who and Villanova, uh, which is surprising because, um, well, not so much. You know, Jay Wright moved on and you figure there's going to be, you know, they were pretty good usually. You know, you, you got that 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 talent there still, and and so you get a couple seasons of it being good. But then once it cycles off, it's a whole new program, right? So and, yeah, and Kyle, Nep- and Kyle Neptune's been under a lot of fire. Uh, he did take over for one of the greats, and yeah. certainly a guy who won multiple national championships. And last year was not up to standards. This year has been even less. The alumni are are banging uh, the drum to to make a change and. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. They wanted to stay in the family, and you know, Neptune was there. He, I mean, he had been at Fordham, but uh, you know, they brought him back, and it just hasn't worked out. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. I think I think Villanova will be patient, but only for so long. When you have that kind of a DNA, you well, don't look, make listen, it long if it's not being lived up to. 
it's a tough act to follow, right? And and this is just yeah. how important coaching is, you know, just on everything, on recruiting and everything about the program is so much that the coach puts a stamp on. And to, you know, to follow that up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, but, uh, but there's an expectation at Villanova. And yeah. uh, so you, you got to get some, I'm sure some people are chirping there. I mean, look, look, let's go to football and look what's going to happen. Let's, let's see what happens with Alabama with, you know, you know, Saban moving on and, you know, you know, it's, it's to sustain it year in and year out. But, you know, um, there's, there's, uh, that's a, uh, there's a tough shoes uh, to follow for sure. So here you have, uh, Villanova who's, you know, look, they'll, they'll go to, uh, Seton Hall, go to the Wells Fargo center. And, uh, and can very much this time around when they've been close in the past when Villanova's good. So they always bat, they actually battle Villanova quite well. So, uh, they don't, they don't win down there though. They've only won like once in their last 25 years wow. in, in, in Philadelphia, whether it's on campus or at Wells Fargo. So okay. that, that plays in the back of your head too, but this is not the same Villanova. I mean, I think what, Shaheen will have to convince his guys, you know, if they haven't already absorbed it, that this is not the Villanova that it normally is. So let's not be intimidated. It's just a road game. We have one on the road before. We're better than they are. Let's go get them. So the prize is, of course, getting to the uh, tournament. And uh, in your estimation, Matt, what will it take for Seton Hall to do that? Well, they can't stumble uh, along the way. I, I think that they, they've got DePaul still at home. That's a must win. I think their home games are crucial. Uh, I, I say they'll lose in Omaha. They'll lose in Connecticut. So don't lose another one uh, at home for sure. Uh, you know, if they go, if they can split their games the rest of the way, I think, think they'll be okay but you know their net is not terrific i didn't check what it is uh, this morning as we started the show uh it's very much on the edge uh i don't think there is any real danger of if, if they finish four and four of not making the tournament but i wouldn't want that i wouldn't want them to go three and five and it would probably help them to win say on sunday beat nova on the road beat st john's on the road uh, those road games will be road wins will be more important in helping to prop up the net. Lose at home though, and that net slips a little bit, and mm-hmm. then you got to hope that the committee views your body of work and, and some of the wins you had earlier in the year, Marquette and Connecticut, and, and using that uh, to support the argument that you should be in in tournament. And then also a, a good show in the in the Big East tournament as well. I mean, if you're going to be one of the top half of the uh, of the of the standings, then, you know, you got to perform, you know, at least at yeah. the very least an opening round win. And then, and certainly, um, you know, certainly two wins w- would probably, yeah, I mean, if they finish in the top three, they get a buy. Mm-hmm. So you, you avoid that, that opening round matchup, which just, you know, uses up energy and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, so that would be important. Although lately, you know, over the last, I don't even know how many years, five, seven years, maybe a little less, maybe a little bit more. Uh, the committee doesn't really take into account how you do in the tournament. It's more a view of your regular season body of work. Obviously, if you win the tournament, you get the automatic bid. 
Obviously, if Seton Hall were to run their way to the final of the Big East, even if they were to lose, yes, that would help them a little bit. But uh, the committee doesn't seem to take in to account much the the postseason tournament, at least the early round games. Yeah. So, uh, look, I mean, I, I think um, I think they're positioned very well, and certainly, you know, better than Rutgers. I mean, Rutgers looking better uh, after two road wins. Um, I don't even know if you can necessarily say they're improbable in the fact that uh, Jeremiah Williams joining the team uh, made a world difference to this team. It's just they're, they're playing. I mean, he's he's given them a different kind of um, look entirely. And, uh, you know, good, solid guard play, you know, is the is the foundation, Matt. And so he's he's played very well. He certainly played well uh, at uh, at College Park in Maryland uh, with 14 points. Um, along with Moat Mag having a little bit of a re- revival, and uh, and Rutgers looks like a, a team that's right now tough to beat, and um, that wasn't the case beforehand after a, a tough loss to Penn State uh, at home, and they haven't been as good at home as uh, in, in past seasons, and so um, so here's a, a big uh, big uh, matchup coming up this Saturday. Uh, with Wisconsin coming to town, and and I got to tell you, Matt, if they had lost, you know, on the road, if they just, which um, you know, frankly, most people are expecting them uh, to lose uh, uh, the two uh, road games, you know, that that gives a lot of juice to the rack on Saturday with Wisconsin coming to town. Well, it will. I mean, the student section will be fired up. It, it's a game against a nationally ranked team. I, I don't know. Rutgers has dug itself such a deep hole. Yeah. Yes, those wins were nice. I, I just don't know if they've got enough lift to get themselves into the tournament consideration. I, I just don't know. Now, you know, if they pull some miracle run here at the end, of course, all bets are off. But as I see it now, I, I don't know. Yes, the Williams edition has been terrific. I mean, he's legit. So he makes them better but there's just so much they have to overcome. That loss to Penn State was a killer. I mean, they were they were not trending well anyway, but you lose a game like that at home, man, that's, that's a thing that just stands out as a resume mm. killer. So, yeah. look, it's not over till it's over, Yogi, and let's see what happens. But I, I, I think it's going to be a very difficult, difficult road for them to travel. Could they do it? Possibly. But it's going to be really, really hard. Well, I threw out a scenario where they get to ten and ten in the conference, which would be eighteen wins. Uh, they basically have to win every game at home and then steal a couple on the road. Uh, unlikely, yes, but I mean the way they're playing, I'll, I'll leave it out as a possibility. And then maybe on you know, the NIT. And uh, at one point, it was like they, these guys are going absolutely nowhere. Now you're saying okay. Maybe uh, maybe a, a NIT and a, and a home game at the at the rack. Uh, maybe <laughs> it'll be a little better than last year. But anyway, um, the results anyway we hope would be better than last year. But uh, you know maybe that's that's the road. Uh, a little little frustrating too. It's not necessarily a young team, Matt. And uh, you know there's a lot of pieces there. But uh, you think, man, if they had Jim, Jeremiah Williams earlier in the season, what could have been? Uh, but uh, you know, Pikel was was really couldn't get the rotation down. Um, it's been uh, it's been a, 
uh, 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 he's been puzzled by the whole thing. And it just really, they never could, like you said, they just could never get any momentum and really just shot themselves in the foot earlier in the season. Uh, I have no offense. Yeah. They have no offense. They got, he got screwed. And I, I don't know why it happened, why it occurred so late, but Cam Spencer left early, uh, late. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, so did Paul Mulcahy. Like, yeah. I don't, if they had left in March, it would have given Heichel a chance. Another month, and that's big. Like, you know, they just, you know, the, the, Seton Hall was lucky. Tyree Samuel told them in March, I'm leaving. I'm going for my graduate year. And he went down to Florida. But they knew they needed to get a big bet. And, right. you know, while no one, I'm sorry. No one outside of his family and friends, and, and maybe maybe the Seton Hall coaches thought that Jalen Dediaco was the answer there. And the game against Georgetown, he was he was just bad. But that was such an aberration based on what he's done this season. Mm-hmm. But they were able to early identify him in the transfer portal and say we need a guy. Yeah. And you know, if, if Samuel waits another three weeks to tell Seton Hall he's going, then you know maybe Dediaco goes somewhere else, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's, he's been huge. He's been a huge help. So uh, I don't know why Teichel was not told earlier. I don't know what went on. I mean, clearly it's about money and, you know, nil and all that sort of stuff, but wow. Yeah. He, he, those two guys were their offense and their experience. Sure. And then, you know, there was whispers, Paul wanted to come back, but they, you know, they had gotten Fernandes at that point and, and, um, you know, so it just, yeah. And then Cam Spencer, which was doing great for UConn. Um, yeah, a little meddling going on there. Come on. Uh, all of a sudden he's off to greener pastures and well, could very well win a national championship this year, but uh, he's, he's playing very well uh, for them. So he's a good piece for them. Right. And so here we go. So, uh, you know, Rutgers, I think is going to be, well, if you go back to the rack and you just become an impossible team to beat at the rack, if you've got the players now and, and you've got the crowd behind you, uh, you know, they could run the table. We'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting. Still got to steal a couple on the, on the road. Yeah. You go to Nebraska, but they're pretty good. Yeah. You go to Minnesota, but they're pretty good. So, uh, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of challenges there, but Jeremiah Williams has definitely put uh, put some energy into that team, and uh, sure. it would just be great to see if like Gavin Griffiths could come around. He just you know seems like he needs a little more time in the weight room, and um, you know just get his feet under him because you could tell he's that's a nice stroke, and you could tell if when he when he starts when they start going down, it, you know he's going to be something. But he just you know it's all seems to be long back iron. Um, and then he's had some had some spots there. You know, the, that one half against Seton Hall, he was quite good. And uh, he uh, he just has a couple spots here and there, but it just hasn't gelled for him, really. And uh, and it'd be great to see that. Uh, you know, and, and, and well, start on Saturday. Yeah. See what happens again against Wisconsin. You've got Wisconsin twice the rest of the way. Uh, and you've got Purdue on the road. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. I, I know you're you're painting a picture where <laughs> something can happen, uh, but it's a miracle. But that's why you play the game. And they go to that's Wisconsin. What love about athletics. Yeah. Uh, athletics is, uh, you know, athletics is all about a chance. And, uh, you know, why not? And are, and, for a reason. and are you competitive? I mean, even before that, that the, the, the Penn State, you, 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 you hit that right on the head, man. The Penn State was, the loss was a killer. 
Although they were playing some really good defense, and then they went on and beat Indiana at Indiana. So they got a little something going on there, Penn State. So Indiana's not that good. Yeah, no, nah, it's true. You, you, you're correct there. But uh, Purdue, I mean, the big, honestly, the Big Ten, you were talking about, we were talking about the Big East earlier. The Big Ten is really top heavy. And then what else do you have? Yeah, I mean, it's right. I mean, you know, yeah. like if you said right now, who's going to the tournament? Well, you'd say Purdue and you'd say Wisconsin. And you'd probably say Nebraska. Northwestern's in there. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. No, you're right. And um, yeah, I mean, there it's uh, you want to say the top half will go. Um, Maybe even Minnesota in there. They're actually playing very well. Um, Who knows? Um, uh, But certainly uh, the class of the. of the uh, of the conferences, Purdue and you know, look, Rutgers played them tough. I mean, yeah, they were at home, but you know, sixty eight sixty, and they, you know, there was a spot there where they, you know, they were close enough to win that game, and that's the number two team in the country. So if you're competitive there, you know, you're not getting blown out by them, um, then you know, you you got to look at that as a positive, even though you didn't get the uh, the W, and uh, and I just think that uh, listen, I, I there's no doubt in my mind. You know, you got what's Wisconsin number eleven now, and they're playing very well, although they've been struggling a little bit. You know, because the conference is tough. Then them coming in, I mean, you know, Rutgers, Rutgers can absolutely win that game this weekend, and um, and uh, that'll be the start. Once you know, three in a row, two on the road, and then a big win against Wisconsin, fan base gets fired up, uh, the team gets uh, fired up. And, and the confidence grows. And, you know, from there, who knows? We can only dream at this point, Matt, right? I mean, Absolutely. it's going to. Oh, it's no, gonna, no, no. I mean, that, that's what, that's, like I said, that's what athletics is about. It's about an opportunity. And, Until it's officially over, why not? And remember uh, this. Know, find, find that chemistry, find that mojo. Remember this, after after Seton Hall lost to Rutgers, like, hey, they're not going anywhere. And you even you were saying, ah, this doesn't look good. And now, you know, uh, you know, they got... You know, but they got talent. Seton Hall has talent, and and Holloway kind of figured it out, and uh, and they're looking good. So, uh, well, I think the other the other thing is it happened early, right? Yeah. Yes, the Rutgers loss uh, was early. They were five and four at that point. Rutgers is trying to make this run now later in the season, and you've kind of established who you are. Jeremiah Williams gives them an addition, yeah. And so, with his talent, that does change the look a little bit. It gives them an offensive guy that they can go to, but it's just late. That's all. They've kind of established their bet a little bit, uh, whereas Seton Hall was able to overcome you know where they were at. Michael's got a lot, and they're not, and they're not, they're not, they're not guaranteed yet either. They got to keep winning. I mean, I I did get a chance to look up uh, the net, and you know, Seton Hall's is sixty-seven. Yeah, that's that's borderline. Rutgers is just under a hundred, so they're they really got to make them. They might. They might have to win the tournament to get in. That that, nah. that net, they're uh, ninety nine. Bad. Uh, yeah, it's no bueno. No, so that, and it comes down to that, right? You talk about oh, eighteen wins, five hundred in the conference. By the end of the day, it's your net, and it, it, it's not good. Another factor with Seton Hall too, Matt, was that Dawes started out terribly. I mean, he's playing the way he should be playing, but at the beginning of the season, whatever was going on, he wasn't hitting anything. So he, he, he struggled considerably. And now, you know, you got your point guard playing in the way you know he can. And that's, that's a big part of it too. So, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, we're heading, we're heading towards March and, uh, we're going to follow this. We're going to follow, uh, 
the Big Ten, the Big East. Well, you know, I'll take a peek at uh, Princeton here and there. I did report on the other Jersey teams, Matt, but there's nothing really going on there. There's not much of a story going on. I mean, you know, Princeton's running the table in the Ivy League, and they'll, they'll, they'll certainly uh, likely win their tournament and go again, and they'll be very good. And then there's really nothing. Everybody else is kind of like 500 or whatever, and St. Peter's is actually – you know, above 500 in their conference. So maybe they, they do something there, but, um, but nothing really else with, with the, with the riders and the fairly Dickinson's and the Mammoths and all Mammoth 500, which is nice after a, a terrible season last year, but, uh, not a lot to report on the other Jersey college teams, but, uh, always something to talk about with Rutgers and Seton Hall. Oh, by the way, we're alums of the school. So there, there's that too. <laughs> well, yeah, we are. And, and we, we hope the best for them. Hopefully yeah. we bring some objectivity, but you're right. Our views are colored by, <laughs> by the places that we went. But, oh, and, and by the way, I'm not sure if Princeton is, is the run in the Ivy league that, that, that you think, uh, they're right now in third. Cornell and Yale sit atop the standings and, you know, Princeton's dropped two. They'll, they, they should be barring a complete collapse. They should be in the Ivy league tournament, but they're going to have, they're going to have to win that to get in. Oh, sure. I don't think there'll be an extra team coming out of the Ivy league. Uh, you know, Princeton's the darling. They had a great NCAA tournament and they're good, but they've lost twice in, in the conference. And all right. We'll, yeah, no, we'll good point. I, you know, I didn't even look at their latest, the latest, uh, their schedule the last couple of games and uh the, the, the assumption is well the only one making and no one's getting an at-large bid in the, in the ivy so you know whoever no. so you got to win your tournament the assumption is that princeton will do that but uh hey you never know you're right listen if they're, they're a little bit of a funk right now and they're soon you know uh maybe they're getting a little lazy who knows and uh someone can surprise them so uh so we'll we'll see we'll see yeah, about that Cornell and Yale did. it was on the road okay. uh but they did lose to uh, both Cornell and Yale. They have them at home coming up later this year, so a, you know a chance to avenge that. Cool. But yeah, right, right now they put themselves behind the, behind the curve a little bit. Well, thanks for that update there, Matt. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah. And how are things going with Pirate Talk? All good? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a fun, fun little show, and you know, always evolving and cool. trying to deliver. You know, it's niche, right? I mean, it's not yeah. like it's not even a Big East podcast although there are elements of Big East basketball mm -hmm. involved of course but you know it's specific it's to that fan base and you know just keep keep digging away and keep climbing the ladder a little bit yeah nice to go to the games when you can make it but you know you got your devil's uh your devil's obligations in what you're heading uh heading down to Raleigh correct North Carolina is okay. uh, where we're headed got a game tomorrow Saturday against the Hurricanes and then back home for Monday against Seattle and then on the road Tuesday against Nashville. Uh, it's going to be, it is going to, it's going to be a slog down the, down the stretch uh -huh. for the New Jersey devils. They, they like Rutgers and a little bit like Seton Hall. They, they've put themselves in a position mm -hmm. where you can't look back, but what they did puts them in a position yes. where the future is very, very iffy. Uh, there's an opportunity there, but, they're going to have to work at it. But there's work to do, and that starts in uh, in Carolina. All right, Matt. Well, thanks for joining. Uh, we'll, we'll take this all the way to March. 
Uh, go Rutgers, go Seton Hall. Uh, check out our site, moresportsnow.com. By the way, our, our photographer was at the game. Sean Ward was at the game taking some shots. So now we can get a little blue on the site. <laughs> you know, nice. it's, all, it's all it's all Rutgers because we go to a couple, you know, a few of the Rutgers games, obviously. But uh, we were at uh, we were at the Rock. And so we'll have some uh, some nice pictures. Actually, he had a really nice shot of Dre Davis. He sent it to you, Matt. Did you did you see that? I did see. Yeah, yeah. no, Sean's a great photographer. Yeah, yeah. terrific. Uh, Dre trying to reverse layup. Yeah, it was a nice uh, shot with with a, with really a couple well done. couple well uh, Hoyas draped on him. Uh, good shot. So we'll, we'll get that get that up on the site. Check out moresportsnow.com. We're also on, on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, so find the show, listen up, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye bye.